CanadianEvergreen.com is your trusted news source for all things green, offering up-to-date news and stories from Canada's booming cannabis industry. Content you can trust from Black Press Media. Welcome to PQ Beat, a podcast of the Parksville Qualcomm Beach News. Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening. I'm Philip Wolf, editor of the PQB News and Vancouver Island Daily. Anyone out there who's not comfortable speaking in public or in front of crowds? Our guest today has mastered that art. Here to talk about that is a member of the Arbutus Toastmasters Club in Parksville. She recently won the Region 1 Toastmasters International Speech Competition and is headed to Nashville in mid-August. She has a chance to become the world champion of public speaking. Welcome, Molly Hamilton. Thank you very much, Philip. Can you share with us a little about your background? Where did you grow up? Where did you go to school, your family, your profession, that type of thing? You bet. I was born and raised in Calgary, Alberta. We moved out to the island in 2011. Into Victoria, we bought a house there. And then we sold it in 2019 and ended up in the Parksville area. My schooling was in Calgary. One of the most interesting parts of my schooling was the high school I went to, which was Bishop Carroll. Bishop Carroll was not a normal high school. It was more of a self-paced high school, more like going to university where you walk in and they give you your unit packs with all the instructions of what you need to do to go through your course. And you were self-motivated to do it yourself. It was a great learning experience. I have two siblings, wonderful husband of 41 years, and two children. And what did you do for work? I was a sales manager for Alberta Government Telephones back in the day. I was with them for about 11 years. Then I went into singing as a profession. My profession for the last 30 years was as a musical entertainer, country music. Where have you performed? You name it, I've probably been there. (laughs) I have performed at over 5,000 events. Most of the work that I did was in the corporate field and in the conventions market. I then wanted to help out in the schools, make sure that the kids had been exposed to music. I did that quite a bit, did some wonderful big events as part of my performance activities. My favorite one was performing in 1988 at the Winter Olympics in Calgary. It was the very first time that the Olympics had an Olympic plaza. This was where people would gather and they would present the medals to the athletes every night. One of the producers called me and said, Molly, We're going to try something new here, Olympic Plaza. They've never done it before. We would like you to be the entertainer before they do the medal ceremonies every night. I said, how many people do you expect each night? And he said, I don't know, 7,000, 8,000. I said, that's a large number. But in the actual space it was going to be, and it was going to look like there was like one person there, (laughs) be very small. I thought, this is a wonderful opportunity What ended up happening was 100,000 people came out every night. I got to entertain for that for 16 nights in a row. That was my favorite performance. My second favorite performance 
was doing the halftime show of the Great Cup wow. one year. In that one, we had 60,000 people in the live audience and about 5 million people that were in the TV audience. It was a wonderful opportunity there. When I look back at all of the people that have done that in the past, I'm not quite sure how I made it there, but <laughs> we had Shania Twain and the year before me was Celine Dion and the year after me, it was, they were all big names. Any big names that you've ever seen in Canadian music had been there and then it was me. <laughs> Still don't know how I got that gig, but that was fun too. How did you become involved with the Parksville Toastmasters Club? When we sold our house in Victoria, we hadn't found another house that we wanted to buy at that moment in time. But we were looking for a place to repurchase in Victoria. In the meantime, I didn't even know why I did it, but I went on a house-sitting website to see what that was all about. I ended up joining this house sitting organization online. Basically, people advertise that they need a house sitter and then you apply if you're interested. For the heck of it, I applied to the six that were there on the island. And lo and behold, by the next day, I had all six wanted us to house sit for them. One of them took us to Parksville, which we did a house sitting job there for six months. While we were there, we wanted to get immersed in the community immediately. We joined newcomers and we joined Toastmasters, mainly for two purposes. One was to get immersed in the local activities, to meet new friends, and just to keep our brains active. That was the only purpose that we ended up joining. It ended up being far more than that to us, but that's how we ended up in the Parksville area. Now, for some people, speaking in public is one of their greatest fears. Why might that be? I think it's the same as anything that you want to do. Fear of failure is a biggie, of course. Nobody wants to try something and think that they might fail, and then they'll be embarrassed and don't want that. It could be the fear of being judged by other people. It could be medical issues. It could be the fact that maybe they have a speech impediment or something like that. Maybe they're new Canadians and they don't have the grasp of the English language yet. Is there a specific way to overcome that? And what can you learn from Toastmasters? I don't know if there's a specific way to overcome it except for doing it. It's like anything. The more you do anything, the more self-confidence you have in doing it. That would be my number one suggestion. For Toastmasters, there's quite a good program called Pathways, an educational program. And they have different kinds of programs, 11 different ones that you can choose from in these Pathway program, depending on what your goals are. So if you want to become a coach, you can do that program. If you want to become a better speaker, well, everybody wants to become a better speaker when they come to Toastmasters, but there's ones that really concentrate on that. Maybe you want to become a better leader. So the projects that you do will involve a lot of leadership type of activities. By doing, again, by doing those projects, by doing more speeches, you get more self-confidence, you get better, 
then you want to do it more because you're better and it just keeps snowballing. What's the process involved for the competitions you've recently won and how excited are you to head to Nashville? In the International Space Contest, test, there are seven levels of contests that you go through. You start at the club level, which is just your club and the people in your own club that you're competing against. Then you go into the area, which is a few clubs, the area contests that anywhere from three to six different clubs and their members you're competing against. Then you go into the division level, which is then a larger area into the district area, then into the regionals, which then now takes us out of Canada and into some of the States. Then you go to the semifinals. That's all over the world. You've got 143 countries that are involved. And then the finals at the top eight of everybody that's competed since the beginning, which is about 33,000 people, I believe, that start with the competition. How do you come up with your speeches? What are the topics? The topics for me are brought up from either past experiences that I've had or present experiences. For instance, one day I was walking our daughter's dog we take this dog out for our daughter on walks and we usually go the same way every time we go. But one time we took him out and he didn't want to go the normal way. And my husband and I thought, what the heck? We got nothing better to do. Let's follow him and see what happens. Our dog ended up taking us on a whole different path to the dog park. In fact, it was a different dog park and brought us back through alleys and through suites we've never been and up and down staircases and all sorts of things like that. And it made me stop and ponder about change. I thought, isn't that interesting that you don't have to go the same route every time to actually go for a walk to a park, a different park, experience something different, and then get back to where you started from by doing a different route. That ended up being an inspiration for a speech that I did on change and how you can be open to change because there's more than one way to get to where you want to go. And it's a wonderful opportunity to be able to experience it in a different way. That ended up being an inspiration for a speech. So you can pretty much look at any little thing that happens to you in life and come up with a speech. How long are the speeches generally? Most of the projects in Toastmasters range five to seven minutes. When you get into the higher levels of your pathway or your path, they run up to 22 minutes, but most run five to seven. And do you rehearse them in front of anyone? Oh, yes. The process is, for me personally, everybody does it differently. I usually allow, if I'm going to do a speech in front of the Toastmaster Club, I will allow a month to get ready. The first week, I will read the project outline and let it gel on what the purpose of that particular project is. I'll try and think of stories that might be in alignment with that project. Then the next week, I will write the speech. And again, I'll let it gel and go to it each day and see if I can revise it and make it a little bit better. Then the next week, I start actually trying to present it. I go on to Zoom. 
I press the record button and I stand in front of Zoom and I record it. And I try to watch and see how I'm presenting it, what I like, what I didn't like. Does it look like I'm getting the message across? That kind of thing. Then the fourth week, I actually present it in front of the club. They then give me an evaluation of my speech. They tell me what they liked about it, give me ideas on different things that I might want to try, or maybe they've noticed that I'm saying ahs and ums or looking up, looking down, different things that they might catch. Then I go back after and I revise my speech again. I can either go back to the club as many times as I want with the same speech to try it out. That's the process I use. Do you have any tips for people to avoid the ums and the ahs, things like that? I think the best way to stop doing that is just to be conscious of it. That's one of the great things in Toastmasters. When you come to a Toastmasters club meeting, there's all sorts of people that are assigned different roles because it's not achievable for anybody to pay attention to everything when you're doing speeches. We have one person that listens and counts the number of crutch words that you use. Some people, it's an um and an ah. Sometimes it's someone will put and after everything. So they have a hundred ams. One person in the club for the meeting is watching for that. Then we have another person in the club that is watching for timing. If you are assigned a two-minute segment, they're flagging you saying, okay, two minutes is up. Or if it's a five-minute, things like that. You have other people that are watching for grammar. Do you have all that wonderful input from various people to help you present better? Searching for a new home? Make todayshomebc.com your online home base. With easy-to-search listings and connections to local realtors, everything you need is under one roof. Powered by Black Press Media, you can search hundreds of local listings all in one place. Access the top real estate professionals to help you find the perfect home today at todayshomebc.com. Have you ever received one specific tip that you really found helpful? One of the tips that I have found extremely helpful is when you're giving a speech in how to bring people right back to when you experience whatever it is you're talking about. And one of the best ways to do that is to share it through dialogue. So for instance, if I'm telling a story, instead of just telling you a story, I might say, Mrs. Pocatera, who was my singing teacher, came to one of my singing lessons. And she said, Molly, I want to enter you in the festival, in the duet class. And I said, Mrs. Pocatera, why would you do that? I would be way too nervous to go in a contest. And besides, I just started taking singing lessons. Why would you want to do that? So using that kind of dialogue versus saying, Mrs. Pocatera, she came in one day, it brings people so that they feel like they're actually sitting there experiencing the conversation the same way you did. That was probably one of the best tips I received. Now, if anyone wishes to join Toastmasters, how do they go about it? Depending on what area they are in, if they're in the Parksville area, the best thing is to go to our website, which is the Arbutus Toastmasters website. If they just Google Arbutus Toastmasters, it'll take them to the actual website. 
if they are anywhere else, they should go to the Toastmasters International website. When you get onto the home page, right away, there's a search, a little tab that says find a club. And you click on that and you put in wherever you live and all the clubs in that area come up. You just go through them one by one and see what fits your schedule because it'll tell you what date and time, what day of the week and what time they meet. You also can contact every one of them and ask them a little bit about their club, who belongs, what's their uniqueness to their club. Just find out as much as you can just to make sure that it's the right one for you. Then you want to attend that club and you can do that up to three times free. Experience it for yourself because you want to find the club where you've got a good connection. Heading to Nashville, if you did win, what would it mean to be a world champion? My goal in speaking is to help make the world a better place. If you want to be successful in anything, people look for credibility. If I had the championship credibility behind me, then meeting planners or organizers that are bringing in speakers would have the confidence in me that they will not be embarrassed or let down, which will obviously make them look bad or make them look good. They bring in a good speaker. It would give me the credibility that I need for people to listen to what I have to say and hopefully learn and grow from the experiences and knowledge that I want to share to help them do the same. Now, other than heading to Nashville, what are the rest of your summer plans? I'm working on, well, besides slacking off and enjoying the weather, (laughs) speech-wise, I am working with one of the top coaches. I'm working on creating a new 45-minute keynote speech on self-confidence, trying to perfect it. I will be setting up a new website, all the different things that go along with promoting yourself as a speaker. I promoted myself as an entertainer for many years, but when I moved out to Victoria 10 years ago, I basically went into retirement. (laughs) But now I've had so much fun with the speaking. I do feel that this is something that I can contribute to the world. But there is a business behind it to make that happen. And that's what I'm going to be working on over the next few months. Molly, this was very entertaining. Thanks so much for joining us. (laughs) Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate your time and your effort and your interest in wanting to share this kind of subject. Thank you very much. That's this edition of PQ Beat, produced by the Parksville Qualicum Beach News. Thank you for joining us. If you have suggestions for topics or guests, we would like to hear from you. You'll find our contact information on our website, pqbnews.com. The West Coast Traveler is an adventure in itself with content created by professional journalists and amazing photos provided by our readers. 
WestCoastTraveler.com is the newest travel network exploring all corners of Western Canada and the U.S. You'll see stunning photos and videos, read engaging travel features from around Western Canada and the U.S., experience all the West Coast has to offer. Begin planning your next adventure. Visit WestCoastTraveler.com.